Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Being in a Muslim family in modern-day India can sometimes be a struggle for a 20-year-old woman uh, and her two sisters. Uh, their father wants her to wear burqas and, uh, and to have arranged marriages, but these determined young women have a dream of their own. Uh, and that is the story behind this wonderful documentary called Perda. And we have with us today the director of the film, and that would be Jeremy Guy. Jeremy, welcome to Film School. Hi, thanks for having me. That's just sort of a very very simple explanation of the storyline behind Perda. I know there's a lot more to it. It's about family and it's about culture. It's about perceptions. It's about a lot of different things. If you want to fill in the blanks in my description, feel free. Yeah. I mean, so it really, our, our film starts with following um, the, our, our main girl, Kaika Shamirza is her name. And she was basically just allowed to remove her burqa for the first time by her father um, just before we started filming, and she is attempting to become a professional cricketer. Um, she, her dream is to uh, play cricket, the sport, professionally. Right. And uh, so we follow her as she's trying out for uh, one of the local women's professional cricket teams. Uh, but then we're also following her sisters who have uh, similar aspirations and dreams for their careers and lives. And um, and they're really having to navigate a lot of obstacles, either sort of entering like into a, a men's space or um, or just um, overcoming some of the limitations that are imposed on them um, because of their very con- conservative religious community or even um, just the restrictions that their father is putting on them. Right, and and this is not their 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 uh, their journey isn't as if they're. Uh, in some way rebelling against their religion or their family. They're just trying to find, to me, they're trying to find an accommodation. With yeah, exactly. Want. Is that right? Is that what you, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, our, Kaikasha even specifically says in the film, it's like she's not trying to, you know, rebel or change the the system within within her religion. Um, but, you know, I think it's, I think they all just want their own personal freedoms to be able to pursue the the careers and, and hobbies um, that, that they want to pursue. And um, you know, at the at the moment, it's their their father is um, he basically doesn't want them them to work. Um, so they are they are at odds in that way, um, and that is like this sort of main obstacle that they are they are battling against in the film. I'm very interested in sort of the access that you had uh, in this mm-hmm. film. But uh, well, let's, let's sort of the broad outlines, the father, uh, the mother. There's a lot of different, very interesting characters. And obviously you must have spent a lot of time with them mm-hmm. to gain this level of trust and access that you have. Because it, it feels as if they would generally be a little leery about someone from the outside coming into their lives. So I'm mm-hmm. curious about sort of, you know, how you were able to, were you working with other people from their community or was it, how did you get to know this family? Well, so we met, we met Kaikasha first when she was playing at basically the largest 
uh, sort of cricket grounds, practice uh, fields um, in Mumbai. And so we, we um, interviewed her a few times out on the fields, and then she uh, agreed to um, let us go home with her, and we met, we met her whole family. And, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a large family. She's got two sisters, two brothers, a mother and a father. Uh, it's, a, it's a packed house. And um, we really we had to film with them for, for a long time to be able to um, get the kind of relationship where they would really open up to us because they are talking to us about some very sensitive subject matter. And uh, especially as the film goes on, um, there's some very personal, delicate subject matter that comes up. Um, so yes. really, I think it was just about developing trust over time because... I remember those first few days when we were filming with the family. I, the father in particular was uh, a little hesitant um, to, to have us in there and uh, I think was, you know, wasn't, wasn't sure exactly what we were. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I think it's a little unusual to be having, like, a documentary-style film crew following people around. It's, it's not something that's really common in, uh, in India. Their television and, and the films they watch are, are, are very different. We're speaking with Jeremy Guy. He is the director of the film Perda. It's a documentary that will be premiering at the Cinequest uh, Film Festival, the 2018 Cinequest Film Festival in in San Jose area. I mean, it's Redwood City. There's a, it's sort of that general area, and the world. Yeah, from, they're they're trying to expand. I think to the entire Silicon Valley. There so you get a lot of screenings in San Jose and then Redwood City as well. Yeah, and uh, the world premiere will be March third. At a is it a theater called Three Below? I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it looks like it's like a sort of a little boutique uh, theater in San Jose. There, it looks nice. Oh, very good. And, and there are a number of other screenings. You can find out more about the film by going to PerdaFilm.com. That's P-U-R-D-A-H Film.com to find out more about the film and uh, and the screenings and all kinds of de- other information. Uh, again, we you, you we focus on Kakisha Mirza, but she also has, as we've alluded to, her sister, uh, and particularly uh, Sabah, who is just a very dynamic woman, and mm-hmm. and her younger sister uh, Hina. Am I saying that correctly? Hina, yeah. Hina, are just they, as you alluded to, they have their own stories, uh, which are as equally as compelling as as the others. Uh, they're all compelling stories, and the mom. The mother mm-hmm. and father. Mm-hmm. The, the, a lot of stuff happens over the course yes. of making this film, but uh, uh, Sabah is is somebody who seems to be kind of the embodiment of a more modern feel, uh, modern approach, modern sort of outlook in, in for an Indian woman. <laughs> I don't know how that sounds, but is 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 that a, an accurate kind of assessment? She seemed to be very much a woman of her own mind and her own her own uh goals it, yeah i i think her her journey became incredibly fascinating to me i mean it's we we the way the film enters into this family is very much reflective of the way that we as the film film crew like we're, we're introduced to their family as well so we we come in and we we meet kaika shaw and we're like oh wow this this girl was attending cricket practices in her burqa dreaming to play and then we were we become fascinated with with that journey but then her sisters like her older sister saba 
she she has her own really fascinating yeah. stories, and she's not she doesn't really venture out of the house too much. Um, she has, but she has her own dreams of being like a model or even just like a flight attendant. And she goes to uh, to interviews and is basically told that she cannot wear a burqa to even the interviews, um, or else she won't be hired. And she basically accepts that and says that okay, if if you're not going to let me wear a burqa, then I won't take these jobs. Um, so she she goes from that and then really goes to, into a big transformation by the end of the film. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a really empowering story that like I fell in love with with her story just as much as as I did with Kaikasha, who was the reason why I started making the film in the first place. And and just to draw a distinction between her and Hena, they there there's mm-hmm. it, it feels like even though she's the youngest, it feels like she's the one at this point, at least in the telling of the story, the one who feels most sort of embedded in in a slightly more traditional uh um role in in Indian culture, but again, she's young mm-hmm. and hasn't quite had the opportunity to sort of be in of the world that uh, that Sabah and uh, Kaikesha are, uh, are. Are is that is that fair? Yeah, I mean, so she's yeah, she's the youngest of the sisters, and uh, I mean, so she she has, I guess, a little bit more domestic aspirations. Um, yeah. She's interested in becoming. Um, like a clothing designer, a little bit like her father, or I mean, she also wants to be a singer too. But um, she seems to be, unfortunately, a little bit of like an afterthought in in the family. Mm. Um, and she, her family, basically decides that they can't afford to send her to um, to any kind of school or training to be able to um, learn how to make dresses and stuff, which is what she wants to do. Right. Um, so she is kind of just sort of stuck at home and. Uh, her parents are just basically planning her her arranged marriage her in the future. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, she she is sort of relegated to this very traditional role, kind of whether she likes it or not. Um, but she, then she obviously goes through a huge transformation as well. A lot happens to her later in the film. Boy, you're not kidding. A lot happens to her by the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just, again, it's such a wonderful sort of slice of, you know, this part of a of a culture that's obviously in transition, an emerging culture in a lot of ways in terms of its relationship to a sort of a more modern world, uh, certainly the world of of a, an economy that is a world-class economy now, sort of making that transition from uh, a, a more agrarian commu- uh, culture and, and economy to a, a much more high-tech industrial economy. And this is being played out in ways in this film that are very personal and very mm-hmm. very heartwarming and heartbreaking as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really interesting for me to be able to go to India, a country that I had never been to uh, prior to um, when we first started filming in 2011. And, yeah, just seeing the society change or, or just be dramatically different than what I was expecting. And, you know, sometimes seeing even how much more I have in common with the girls or, or, or the average person there. I mean, it's, it's funny. It's like all these girls are still on Facebook, and um, that's the way that we communicate now. And, um, you know, they're, they're on their cell phones all day like I am, and, and we can text on WhatsApp and things like that. Um, 
Yeah. You know, they, the girls, they go, we have a scene where they just go jeans shopping. And uh, but it felt yeah. Yeah. so incredibly familiar to me um, that, you know, that, that was a really nice part of the experience to me. Yeah, it, it really is terrific. The film, again, is Perda, P-U-R-D-A-H, at film.com to find out where the film will be screening. It is at Cinequest, uh, 2018 Cinequest, and it will premiere on um, March Saturday, March 3rd at, I think I said 1245, 1230? 1225, I think it is. Okay. And it... Yeah, 1225. 1225 at the Three Below, which is if you're in San Jose and you're at the Cinequest, you can find it. You should go see it. It's a... I love documentaries. I'm a huge documentary fan. And once again, with your film, it's taken me to a place that I would otherwise have no way of knowing anything about it in the depth and the breadth that you were able to deliver with uh, with this film uh, takes me into a world gets I get to know these people I, I feel very close to them by the end of the film um, again there's some great news in this film and then there's some film then there's some parts of it that are very sobering and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and so it is it's a great sort of overview of, of a of a certain part of of a certain family's life. Ter- terrific work, and congratulations on it, uh, uh, Jeremy Guy. When you so fa- much. Yeah, when, when you found out you had been accepted at uh, Cinequest, tell me a little bit about your thoughts. Oh, I mean, I was very excited. I mean, I'm a, I'm a California kid. I, I was really excited to be able to premiere somewhere that was going to be close where I knew that I would be able to, to attend. I, I live in Los Angeles currently. Um, and also, too, it's a, I think a really good fit for our film because there's a great, um, there's a really large Indian community in the Silicon Valley and Bay Area. Um, you know, and, and it's obviously for people who, like anyone who's not Indian as well, it's, I'm, a, I'm a white dude who, who <laughs> found a very deep connection to yeah. um, the story of these women, and I, I knew next to nothing about, uh, about cricket. I knew very little about Indian culture. Um, but I think that, um, it'll be, Cinequest will be a great place, I think, to be able to, uh, to be able to, to show that off to the local Indian community. Um, and then as well as just, I mean, there's a really good, um, supportive filmmaking community in the Bay Area as well. Um, so yeah, we're, we are very happy to be having a world premiere very soon. Have they had an opportunity to see a, a final cut on the film? Is the Mirza family seen? Seen it? You know what? Just last week, I was finally able to um, get a hold of Kaikasha to be able to send her uh, a link online. And um, <laughs> after after some technical troubleshooting, she was finally able to watch it with her older sister Saba, and they said they they really liked it, which was um, which was great to hear. Um, it gets it gets very personal uh, in the film, and I was yeah. wondering if she was going to be a little uh, self conscious about that, but she was. She was very uh, excited to be in the film and um, happy about it, as was her sister, which is just great to hear. Yeah. And in addition to your direction, you it looks from the credits like you had a, a lot of collaboration uh, from uh, people, who I assume, of Indian descent. Is uh, Shurit mm-hmm. uh, Jain? Am I saying that correctly? I mean, Oh, cool. yes. Yeah, so sure. um, so sh- he, gr- he grew up in India um, and then uh, currently uh, lives here in the U.S. Um, and then we worked with a lot of local crew, yeah. um, 
And, yeah, we had a very, like, small but dedicated crew, and um, so everyone had to wear multiple hats, yeah. um, kind of do a lot of different things. And, and being that I don't speak Hindi, um, I had to collaborate closely with our crew that did speak both um, Hindi and, and English. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I feel like the, the film was ultimately better because of that uh, constant collaboration. And we had just, like, such a, a dedicated crew that felt very invested in the project, which was uh, it made it a, a really great filmmaking experience. Well, Jeremy, I know you shot a lot of it. But that's the way it felt when I was watching it. I, I, wouldn't, I heard them speaking uh, Hindi, am I saying that? Uh, mm-hmm. I, had the, yeah. I had the sense that you couldn't have possibly done this without this kind of level of cooperation that you got from the people um, no, that you no did. Way. And uh, it, it comes across in the film. It really, it feels like a very loving um, portrait of their film and uh, very respectful, I felt, that uh, you took a lot of different things into account in putting this uh, as a final product together, I'm sure. And um, I'm glad to hear that they're they're happy with the film because they should be. I think it's a, it's a really terrific film. Again, the film is Perda, filmmaker, director, and cinematographer, and producer, and uh, all kinds, I'm sure, <laughs> all kinds of different things. <laughs> and that is uh, Jeremy Guy. Uh, congratulations, and all the best to you at CineQuest, uh, especially coming up on Saturday, March 3rd. Thank you. Great. Thanks so much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.